performers happiness in the arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage we bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity authenticity love and of course humor all guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers and while we do it ah we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis penis All right, so for those who are joining <laughs> us today, I want to just start with saying thank you so much, Megan, Megan Kraft, for coming on today to talk about losing weight as a performer. Now, we're definitely going to be coming from a different perspective in your later years as in the, your career. So not when you're in your 20s and trying to lose weight, we're talking no. about older. We don't need to no. start putting numbers to that, but just the idea, the, your metabolism, <laughs> everything I can share my it is it's it's but it's just it, at the end of the uh, absolutely but it's just not fun it's not fun because it's harder it's harder so first of all Megan thank it you so harder. much for coming on all right hang on I'm gonna shift again because signal is funny I'm gonna go right by my wi-fi let's try that okay so you're gonna take a tour with me through my house <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm gonna go upstairs and right next by because this I feel like the whole thing is a little choppy. It's a little funky. Yeah, okay. there. It's getting better it's though. It's been now slowly that I've gone, getting better. Now that I'm going near the... Yeah, no, it's getting better because oh, now I'm there like we go. right up on it. So, yeah. No, I know. We have to go up into my bedroom because that's where the Wi-Fi is and give me some light. There we go. Okay. Love it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Megan McConaughey-Craft, for coming on to this podcast <laughs> and to talk about losing weight, just starting all over again, and that's perfectly fine. So I would love for you to just start off right off the bat, just tell us your story. This is what I told you I would love for you to share. It's the most inspiring thing to definitely start with. Okay, uh, so I have been a dancer all of my life. I started dancing when I was three and a half, and I am 38. I don't mind sharing my age. Uh, and um, I am married, and I'm a mama, and I still dance, and I've done, you know, in and out of different professional things, and now I'm the director of theater and dance at a high school in our area. And what comes with age is, you know, life and metabolism slowing down and body changing. And then after having kids, it, I didn't know my body. Uh, the dancer body that I knew for years changed with both of my children, and I had to relearn myself. So um, the beginning of my journey, I mean, it started years ago, really. I didn't realize that until now, but... Um, as a dancer, we deal with all the time having to look like the the mold, the box, the thing that that all you know casting directors want you to be, and this idea that a dancer must be a certain look, which I don't buy into. And so we live this life of constantly looking in the mirror and constantly judging ourselves. And you know, they talk about self love, and I don't know that I ever had self love fully. Um, I'm an adult and. And then uh, for a time I was doing hula, hula dancing, and that taught me self-love because those are beautiful women of all shapes and sizes. So, but then uh, the journey of my weight loss started uh, this past year, and I was teaching like I always do. And I was having a really tough year where there were a lot of things coming at me from all areas of my teaching and in my life, and I couldn't control any of them. So I turned to food, and what happened was I ballooned up to the highest weight is uh, 100. 
184.5 pounds when I started, which is quite heavy for a dancer. And one day during my dance class, I was demonstrating a move where I had to bring my knees into my chest and uh, I couldn't do it because I had a tummy in the way, I had legs in the way, and when I tried to do it, it cut off my breathing. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm demonstrating a movement I can't even do. And I, I just, it was kind of my last straw. And so right after that, right after that, I decided that I was going to um, change what I was doing. And I, I, needed, I needed a lot of things to start with weight. I knew that that was something I could control. So that's where I started. And that's where this journey at which... It, it's taken so many turns, but the journey weight loss started on a fifth of this year with that idea in mind that I just didn't want to be that teacher anymore. And I, I love all bodies. I'm for all bodies. But I knew that I was not healthy in my own body, and that was not a great way to demonstrate. So that's that and, story. And that, and it's not what you wanted. It's just not what you wanted. No. You have to go with what you want, and that's no. okay. And, and everybody can be yes. happy in all shapes and sizes. Yes. And I love that you keep bringing that up. Absolutely. I think that's a very important thing for us to acknowledge because we are all beautiful, no matter what shape and size. But oh, we yes. are focusing on losing oh, weight. I <laughs> yes. Well, I have so, a button that says all bodies are beautiful, and I fully believe that. And if you are comfortable in your skin, more power to you. But if it's not what you want, then that's, you, you can absolutely take control and change that. Absolutely. I love that. So for you, when that, that was, I guess, your rock bottom moment when you couldn't bring your knees sort into of, your yeah, chest? Right. Yeah, that was, it was, yeah. it was not exactly the rock bottom, but what it was, was a big alert to me that I had gone past anything I'd ever been. And because that, that movement had never been as difficult as it was, it was a real eye opener. And so it wasn't my rock bottom, but it was my eye opener to like, you need to do something now. And yeah. uh, my, my emotional state took a turn after that because of a great many things weight included. And my health was sort of not, I, I'd, I'd, um, I developed heartburn, I developed plantar fasciitis, like all these things started happening. And I was like, I can't live like this anymore. I can't do this anymore. My body is screaming at me. I need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And so what, how did you even know where to turn first? I mean, there's all these solutions everywhere. Oh, I mean, fucking everywhere. There's so literally many. solutions yes. everywhere. So how do you know? <laughs> Um, you know, my, my thing was to go to people I trusted. I, I had talked to a fellow theater teacher who was doing something and I said, what are you doing? And she sort of led me down that path. And so, um, I took her advice and did what, where she, where she pointed me, that's the direction I went and I've been very successful with it. Oh, that's great. What were things that she had that made you go? That's what I want. Um, she was happier and she was sleeping better. And she was talking about how easy this was when, while she was a teacher, um, you know, having a teacher's lifestyle, you don't have a lot of time. And anybody who does rehearsals and shows know you are in rehearsal. And then when you're teaching, it's, it shows plus all the teaching part. So there's not a lot of time. And you really have to maximize every minute you have in the day. 
And so she was like, this is so easy. I'm doing this great. And look at me. I'm so happy. And look at how amazing. And, and I was like, oh, I want to do what you do. And, um, and, and I was, I, so I turned to her and said, what is it? Tell me. And so that's, that's how we got to the next steps. I love that. I want to pause and say hi to some people who have popped on. So I want to say hi to Katrina, Catherine, Jesse, Clayton. Good to see you on here. Hi. Oh, oh, all performers, all talented. Yay. So Clayton, Clayton has his own podcast as well. He it's will so be cool. interviewed on here at some point. Yeah, I'll definitely be advertising that. He interviews a lot of musical theater stars, Ooh, which is really cool. That's cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Love so it. So for you, when you dove in – to making the big change. I like how you are, you are able to identify what she had that you wanted, because I personally believe that it goes beyond just losing weight. When we're always thinking, oh, it's losing weight, it's losing weight, but there's so much more, I think, to it. And if you don't know what that is, definitely dig. Because otherwise, you're just going to lose weight. And what if you lose weight and you're still unhappy? So then you didn't fully – it's not saying that losing weight wasn't part of your goals, but maybe you can hit the whole goal together in one piece right. more solidly if right. you approach it that way. Agreed. I love that. So, okay, what were, what were the different steps you had to make? All right. For your like changes. Okay. So, um, like you said, there is, it's so much more than weight loss. Weight loss was the product of what I was doing, but the, the biggest kicker that people don't talk about in weight loss and in health is the mental piece. If you don't identify why you're using food or what you can do instead of eat when you are in a place that you feel like you've got the munchies or fear of body image and fear of, you know, of, of fueling your body correctly because, oh my gosh, I might gain weight and then they won't want me. All of those things are mental pieces that are going to hinder health. And if you yeah. don't deal with the mental piece, you're going to go back to it. You have to challenge everything that your mind is telling you because the truth is all those voices in your head are liars. They're liars because you've been hearing it all your life and you've internalized it and turned it into something that is negative body image, negative self-image, you know, not self-love. And so you have to challenge all of that. And trust me, for the last four months, I've been on this roller coaster of challenging and figuring out and realizing that, you know, I used food as a Band-Aid. Food was my celebration for when I had a great day. Food was also my, I had a bad day, I'm going to go get a shake. It was my yeah. up and it was my down and it was my everything in between and none of it was correct. And then when I had a really long day, I'd go out and get a burger because that was all that was open and I didn't deal with the mental piece of that that was causing me to go to food to be my security blanket. So yeah, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. I love that. I mean, so are there specific books or podcasts or anything like that, that you would recommend? What, what would you suggest um, as ways for people to really start embracing who they are to get a good start before diving into the change. I don't know. Yeah, just making no, up things as that's, we go. <laughs> that's fine. Actually, there are a couple of mantras that we that that I've been taught. One of them is stop, challenge, and choose, because you ultimately have control over your life and your emotions and how you react to things. And so the idea of stop is stop for a minute and identify. Okay, I'm feeling this way. Challenge is ask yourself, why are you feeling this way? Why is this happening? And then choose is choose to do it again. 
choose to change your mind, choose to refocus so that you fully um, embrace the fact that you have control over all of this. You don't think you do, but you do. And so you have to stop challenge and choose. And that's a big one. And you can, you can apply that to anything in your life. It doesn't have to be weight loss. It's anytime you have an emotional reaction to something, you can stop challenge and choose and find a way. And then the other part of it is when you make a mistake, you can always go back and try again. And people are so stuck on, I made a mistake, I'm done. And that's not the truth. If you make a mistake, then take it back and make a different choice. Try a different choice. Do it again. If you say something wrong, apologize, take it back, and then choose again. You, you can redo, and we live in a world that does not forgive that, and so you have to do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I love that simple mantra, too. And then are there times where that mantra is not enough? Um, sometimes, and then you have to move into things that are, you know, self, self-care. So that goes into sort of the lifestyle idea where, um, I'm, and I'm just adding this in now for myself because I'm in a place where I feel like I can handle it, but it's finding quiet time in your day to meditate, to do yoga, to, for me, I bought origami, I'm going to fold paper. And it's a way for you just to let the world go for a minute and have quiet time. You can set a timer and say, for 15 minutes, I'm just having quiet. And whatever that quiet is, it could be laying on the floor in a, in, you know, and, and listening to music, soft music. It can be anything. And you can put it anywhere in your day, but it's really important that you do that because what you can do is go into your own uh, head and let your voice be the one that's heard and you can block out all the noise of the world and just get in touch with yourself again. So there is the lifestyle piece where you have to actively set up time for you to be in touch with you. And again, we don't give ourselves enough time with that ever. Um, my days are stacked. And so, like I said, I'm in a place where my day is stacked, but I know where I have openings. So I'm starting to add back me time the little bit. And mine is like really early in the morning. It's all I can get, but you know what? I'm front loading it in the morning so that my day starts off on the right foot. Some people need it at the end of the day to help them sleep. You know, it's, it's, it's very personal that way. Yeah, I get that. I, I think from you saying that I'm definitely the end of the day kind of person, kind of person, the beginning, I'm just go, 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 go. Let's do this now while, while everything's fresh, all the ideas are now, but definitely the end of the day. I, I think that's where I've come. Cause even tonight I'm at this conference for physical therapists and people are out and I just need, I need, I need, I need to just get away and it's nothing personal. I just I think that's that. This will be my me time. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> well, and it helps so to I have guess... it helps to have like earphones and music, and you can literally just put on this music and just let it do whatever it does for you. I have a playlist, and it's my my go playlist, and it it starts from Claire de Lune, which is a classical piece, and goes all the way to like Metallica, and it depends on. And I play different parts of the playlist depending on what part of the day I'm at, so and what what emotions need to be tapped into. 
Oh, I love that. Have you changed it up every once in a while or is, is, is you, you've still been sticking with the same one um, it feeds your soul? Yeah, I've had the same one for a while, but I'm at about the point where I need to add some new because there's been some new music coming out that's really just, oh, it's tapping in. Like it's hitting hard. And, you know, sometimes you just need a good cry. And so you need that song that just goes straight to your heart, right? Or you need that song where you need yes. that empowerment, like, oh, I am fierce. And then sometimes you just need oh, mood music to chill out. So... I, I, it's, it's, yes, I love that. Yeah. It depends on the, the, where you are in your day. You need to have those different avenues so that you can do whatever it is that needs, that your brain needs to get you going. And we have all these different platforms in which we can get this music. Oh, sure. How do you organize your playlist? Where do you go for that? To oh, make it easy for, gosh. For okay. you? And my husband is a crazy media guy. He loves music and he, uh, he, he had a music minor and, uh, and then he, he's a big movie guy, so we do a lot of scores. I mean, he collects music kind of as a hobby. And we have Media Monkey on our computer, and he organizes it. He has different playlists. He has them by year. Like, the guy is he, – he organizes it all. So if there's something that's talking to me and it's on the radio, I go to him and I say, okay, I need this album. Get this person this album. And he finds it and you know, whatever it is, iTunes or wherever he got. I don't even know where he goes. And uh, Amazon has it too. And uh, so I'm really lucky that I have this constant, updated, new um, music to tap into. But there are so many platforms. So Amazon is great. They have a lot of stuff. iTunes is great if you're an Apple person. It just it depends on what you've got. But we have streaming. I have an old iPod classic, no joke. And I load all my music on that bad boy. And it's still running. So, you know, that's what I use. My kids laugh at me. My students think I'm hey. funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, it still has my stuff, so I'm good. I don't need anything. No. <laughs> I love that. All right, what other? What was your next step after doing that? Okay, so um, next steps are um, I, I did a lot of realization. So, um, you know, it, it is it is a societal norm to. This was a big aha moment. It's a societal norm to go and eat when you're doing anything. And I didn't, I, I really thought about it and I realized like, oh man, you know, I'm, I'm going to the movies. And so that means get popcorn with butter and salt and stuff. And it doesn't do anything for you. You're just mindlessly munching, but this is what you do. You get Slurpees, you get nachos, you get whatever it is. When you go, um, out with friends, there's usually alcohol, beer, you know, wine, junk food that you're all snacking on. And it's, and, and it's again, mindless eating while you're talking, there's no purpose to it. It's just what you're doing. Um, busy lives mean people go through Starbucks and they like that sugar jolt. So they get the new creation. me. With that new creation, you get all these calories and all this sugar. And if everybody were to take all of those things and write them down and figure out all the places where they just eat for no reason, it's shocking. And when I finally had that aha moment of like, man, we eat for no reason all the time. It kind of freaked me out. And it really made me step back and look at, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to eat for a purpose. I want to eat to feed my body. I don't want to eat just because it's there. And that was a huge mind shift. So that was like the next progression of the real understanding of the you know, food and how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely get that. So, okay. Any more mind stuff or when did you get into the food part? I actually, when I did the mind stuff, I was already into the food part. So this, it all went hand in hand. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Okay. So food, I love that. Yeah. The food part came first. 
the mind stuff came along with it. And so as I was learning to oh, eat cool. well, yeah, as I was learning to eat better and really control my diet, that's where the ahas went because as my body was shifting and I was getting into this mode of fat burning and, and, and living with my fuel as opposed to just eating mindlessly, my head cleared. And the cloud that I had went away, and all of a sudden, my brain was clear to think and see and notice. And so as I was learning to eat, I was also learning how to manage my stress and my life, and my ahas just kept coming. It was kind of crazy. I love that. That sounds kind of magical. So then... <laughs> What is, so what is the diet design then? Is it, are you doing the shakes thing? Are you doing the five twenty meals a day? <laughs> are you doing the intermittent fasting? Oh no. no. I, and I, and I, I speak like this just to be very frank because we sure. know there's just so many there options. Are, so there are. what has worked for you? So for me, I, I have always, um, for my entire life, dancing and not dancing, I have always um, subscribed to the idea that you need to feed your body. So I don't believe in intermittent, in intermittent fasting. For some people, I guess that works. I need to eat. I just do. I need fuel. If I don't eat, I get hangry. And I know this about myself. So we're not going to go on a hangry binge. And um, I don't really understand keto. I don't understand the amount of fat. And I know that's supposed to be short term, but I still, I, I can't get my brain wrapped around it. So the pattern that I follow is um, a low carb and um, balanced fiber, fat, calories, carbs, and nutrients sort of diet. And I eat within an hour of waking, and then I eat every two to three hours all day long, small meals for six meals total, so that my blood sugar is stabilized, and so that I am fed all day. And so I never feel deprived. I never feel like I'm not eating. I never feel like I'm not getting what I need, and I feel fueled all day long. And what this did was it woke me up. I used to have the 2 o'clock lull every day at 2 p.m. I'd need to take a nap. Yeah. And I don't get that anymore. I'm tired right around 9 o'clock, time to go to bed. I sleep very well. I have restful sleep. Even if I don't get enough sleep, I rest. I have restful sleep. And then when I wake up, I'm up. And I'm a little, you know, I'm still not a morning person. It's not my favorite time of day. But I'm a little, a little groggy in the morning. <laughs> but, right, uh, right, right. But I'm able to get myself out of it. And, again, all that mindfulness goes into, okay, we're waking up now. Okay, you need to put your happy face on. Like, it's okay. You know, I have to talk myself up in the morning. So um, the diet focuses a lot on looking for hidden sugars because uh, food industry puts sugar in everything to addict you because then you buy more. Sugar is in everything. I mean, they add sugar to ketchup, and you don't need to do that. They add sugar, I mean, everything. Um, most people don't get enough of good carbs, and there are good carbs in starchy vegetables and fruit that are on the low glycemic index, and so you want to steer toward those. Most people don't get enough protein in their day, and so they're hungry because they're not fueling the part of the, the protein. That drives your body, and they just don't know how, they don't get enough. And um, we, I weigh all my food. I measure all my food every time so I know that I'm getting enough. And um, too much salt makes water retention. That makes you sluggish. And so um, I drink a lot of water. That was something I upped my water intake. Here's my, uh, I posted this. This is my water bottle. <laughs> it's 128 ounces. It's a gallon. I drink 80 to 100 ounces a day of water, just straight up water. 
And uh, boy, that makes a difference too, because you're flushing toxins, your skin feels better, you are hydrated. Um, your body will actually look for hydration in food if you don't drink enough. So mm. you, you have to drink to make sure your body doesn't think it's starving. And that's the other thing about eating all day long. If you don't eat all day long, your body thinks that you're starving and it will hold on to everything that you put in. And I've known that for a long time. Um, and so, you know, if you haven't eaten, if you ate last at, you know, noon and then you don't eat again till 10 o'clock, that burger that you went out to get, all that fat, your body. So that's, yeah, it's, 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 and it's cyclical. It goes around and around and around because the more you do this, the worse you feel. And the worse you feel, the more you do it and over and over and over again. And so I chose to stop challenge choose and break that cycle, completely break it look at it and figure out what I needed to do to change. Yeah, I love that. I think that's super cool. I like how you're breaking it down too, because it seems pretty possible. And oh, yeah. how did you figure, and you're saying you're weighing it out. So that way, you know what you're getting, how much you're getting of it. And if you're getting enough, are you using an app such as my fitness pal to keep track of it? What do you do to keep track to, make sure you're getting enough and also how did you figure out your numbers of what you needed um there are helpful calculators online everywhere you can find out um your it's called your t your tee which is basically the number the calories that you need to maintain what you're doing now if you want weight loss you have to go at a deficit based on how much you're how much you're putting in versus how much you're putting out and so it's all about a ratio there are lots of calculators out there that can help you find that um and so um, when I weigh my food, it's, it's weighing it in an effort to make sure that I'm getting the calorie, that the calorie amount that I need, um, for weight loss, you do less, uh, not less, but it's more controlled. And for maintenance, mm. it's a little, it's, you actually go at a higher calorie. So when you're losing weight, you go at a deficit based on what you're putting out. And when you're maintaining, you want to kind of even, even the score. So, um, and I, yeah, and I, I that. yeah, and I don't use exercise as a weight loss tool necessarily. I use exercise as a staying healthy tool. Um, I don't like exercise as a weight loss because that the, the, the brain, my brain can't handle that. It's too much pressure. Like I need to run a mile to lose this many calories. I just don't like that. So I would rather control my diet since it's, you know, 80, 80, 85% of, of fitness, of, of weight loss comes down to diet. And, um, I would rather use, um, you know, fitness as a, and exercise as a way to maintain and to feel good and to get my mind off of eating and as a sort of healthy mindset piece, as opposed to a, I need to sweat this much. So it's just a slightly different way to frame it. Yeah. I like that. It does make sense. I feel everything we're doing really does go back to mindset. So it does make sense that you keep what we, we started, even though you're saying it overlapped, because I think, I think you're really at something. I, I am definitely guilty of both celebration meals or bad day meals or tired meals. I can always come up with a reason, even if it's not a celebration to come to eat something that is not going to help me out with my goals, fitness goals at all. So I really like that you're tapping into that because that's a huge component. Yeah. It's just huge. I just keep, I keep, I, Oh, uh, <laughs> well, and then I, I just never thought of that well, right, until now. So. And since you're talking about it too, that that's the other part of it is I have a choice. 
to eat those things. If I really, really want a dessert, I can have a dessert. I'm an adult. I can make the decision to do that. But I am telling myself, I'd like to enjoy this. And then I eat it very slowly. I enjoy every bite. I might not eat the whole thing. And then I go back to the way I was. I don't mindlessly shove this thing down and not realize how many calories I just consumed. I am actively and then saying beat myself up. Exactly. No, I am actively saying, and I, you know, I do this with bread too. Bread is one of my weaknesses. I know with me, then this is personal. Bread is the thing that calls to me. And so I know that I have to be careful because I get so easily binge on bread. So instead I eat uh, when I want it, I have some. But I also tell myself, okay, eat it slowly, enjoy it, and you don't get any more after this. I have to give myself a pep talk. And most, pe <laughs> and most people don't do that when they eat. They just don't. You know, that's, it's, it's, it, my, mindful eating is a very different perspective than I've ever had in my life. I mean, all my life I've done, you know, you've done, as a dancer, you do diets all the time. You're always eating. And but I never went into the mind until now. And it has made all the difference. It makes so much difference in how I approach eating food. Yeah. What other tips would you give to people for what you do to have your success? Um, okay. So I have a few action steps. Um, well, first of all, for ladies, let's be real. Um, one thing we all need to be conscious of is our cycle because all that will change. When you're on your cycle, you have to be really careful because your body will lie to you and tell you all sorts of different things. And so during that time, I up my red meat because I know that I need a little more iron. Um, and I up my protein a little bit because my body generally is telling me you need to eat more. It, I get mad cravings during that time. And rather than going to salty, nasty, fatty food, which is what most women do, they go to their chocolate and their ice cream and their fries and their fries with their shakes and all that stuff. I go to like... Um, I buy these chips on Amazon. They're called Quest chips. They're made of protein. So it's a potato. It's like a, it's like a Dorito, but it's, it's protein oh, chips. the beans. They're, it's, it's just is made it the of, ones that are made out of beans? No, it's actually made of like protein isolate, I think is what they call it. But basically, it's a protein chip. Yeah. Or you can make, you know, out of uh, Parmesan cheese, you can make little crisps and you stick them in the oven. You make them yourself. And it's a salty little snack, but you're getting protein out of it and you're not eating some fried, nasty something processed. So it's better. Um, I also keep pistachios on hand because they're a great grab-and-go salty snack that is better for you because it's a healthy fat. Avocado is another nice healthy fat that helps satisfy weird urges that I get. But I have to up my red meat just because that's just what I have to do. So when you are there, you have to give yourself a little grace, but you also have to watch out because your brain's going to tell you, eat salt, eat fat, eat junk, and you don't want to do that. Drink more water. If you drink more water, it will help you curb your hunger and make you feel better. Um, action steps for every, every day, though, that everybody can start doing. Number one, up your water to 80 to 100 ounces. That sounds like a lot, but I kid you not, it will flush things out. Your skin will be gorgeous. You will feel amazing. For the first week or two, you'll feel like you're waterlogged and you'll have to pee every five seconds. But once that passes, you feel amazing. I, I haven't had enough water today, and I can tell. So 80 to 100 ounces of water, eating more frequent low-fat, low-carb meals six times a day, so within an hour of eating and every two to three hours, um, or as long as you're awake. If you're one of those people who gets up at six and doesn't go to bed till midnight because of whatever shows or such, then you have to add a few more usually. And then keep them in the sort of protein and vegetable, low-carb, low-glycemic fruit 
categories. You don't need a whole lot of other carbs. Breads, pastas, you just don't need them. They don't really help. Um, get more sleep. Try and get more sleep. Do some mindful something to get yourself to relax at night. Put your phone across the room. Turn out the lights. No TV. Like, just chill out and go to sleep. And then finally, find one mindful activity that you can do every day to get yourself connected with yourself. So a quiet music, meditation, yoga, a walk around the block, go walk your dog. Um, for me, it's folding origami, doing crafting things. Um, sometimes I go shopping by myself, and that's good, too. I leave the kids at home, and I go to Target. And that's quiet time. You know, it sounds silly, but that's my time for me where I can just walk slowly, look at everything, and chill. And I get the best ideas. Oh, and I get my best ideas when I'm in the shower washing my hair. So taking a long shower, taking a bath, washing your hair, it's mindless to you, but it can generate thoughts and let your brain just chill out for a little bit. So those are my, everybody can start those today. Action steps. They are great. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I love this. You guys, you can take this and start cater, catering it to yourself. I think this is all super great action steps and just ideas on really how to kickstart the fitness goals and dreams that you have. Of course, if you have any questions, reach out to Megan personally. Now I'm going to be surprising Megan as I do with every single person that I interview with questions. And these questions are now going to be similar to those 100 questions that they do on social media with some celebrity like Paris Hilton, except okay. it's not going to be 100 questions and you are not Paris Hilton. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. That's okay. <laughs> All right. My first question is Lilo or Stitch? Stitch. Ballet, dance, or obviously, or modern? Modern. Modern or tap? Modern. Modern or musical theater? Modern. <laughs> modern or yoga? Modern. Ooh, oh, we're staying with modern. Martha Graham, Martha Graham, Madonna. Uh, I know. Madonna. You know why? Because it has no rules. That's actually where my, ah. my degree is, is from, Cal State, or from UC Riverside, and modern dance was our baby. And it has no rules, which means I can do whatever I want, which means I can use all the things that you mentioned if I want to, but I don't have to follow any guidelines. So, ah, That's true. That's true. I see that. I see that. All right. Madonna or Lady Gaga? Ooh, good one. Oh, that's a hard one. I'm going to say Lady Gaga. Toilet paper roll. Which way do you need the toilet paper roll to be facing? Uh, okay. So if I have a really um, interesting cat for a time as a pet, I have to fold it under because cat will unroll it. If I'm not dealing with a weird cat and my children are, you know, old enough, we, we have it flipped right now to the right side. So it depends on the situation. I love it. I love it. Christmas or Thanksgiving? Christmas. Favorite musical theater show? Oh, you had to go there. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. You know, that's, that's such a hard one because there are so many good ones out there and we've seen so many this summer that are amazing. First one, first one that pops in your head. Oh God. Um, okay. We're going to go with the, <laughs> I'm going to regret this decision. <laughs> Okay, we're going to go with Les Mis for today. Les Mis. And have you been in Cats? I've never been in Cats, but I saw a high school do it once, and I was floored and a half. Have you been in Chorus Line? No. 
Which dance shows have you done? I know you've done dance shows. I actually, uh, you know what? Musical theater was not how I grew up. And so let's see, I auditioned for the Drowsy Chaperone once and uh, the Boyfriend once. And I auditioned for the Lion King once. Never got any of those things. Uh, so as far as stage shows, my experience is actually more ballet. I've done the Nutcracker a gajillion times. And I've done uh, Cinderella a few times. And I did one of the fairies from Sleeping Beauty. And so ballet production was more where I lived w when I was younger. I love it. Ballet productions and the call the audition experience <laughs> yeah which they didn't they just didn't want me so disneyland did though i did disneyland i did the disney thing for a couple oh, of years I yeah love disney. Yay. yeah did disney who first. were you friends with i with disney I, who were you friends oh with? gosh i was very good friends with chip and dale for a while and i was very good friends with king louis and i was the only female who was friends with king louis at the time and and we were good friends for six months until my body was like nope 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 um, I was also good friends with Mary Poppins penguins and, uh, that was, yeah, an interesting experience. So, uh, <laughs> I love it. All right. Now we're going to be finishing off this interview with your mic drop moment. So this can be for anybody who was watching right now and is feeling really, really lost about getting the fitness goal that they want, whether it be losing weight or having the energy, I would love for you to speak to that person in five, four, three, two, one. I would like to teach you how to love your body even after a lifetime of trying to hide it. Oh, that is a good <laughs> mic drop moment. Oh, that was incredible. Thank you so much. That just got my jaw literally to drop and for me to gasp. <laughs> Good. Megan, thank, thank you so much for coming on here, you guys. She's in this group specifically so you can connect with her. Please reach out to her. She's always posting and she, she mentors people so she can definitely help you out. This is her love, her passion outside of everything she does in the arts. Megan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me.